Good evening. Welcome to As the Worm Turns. You are tuned in to KVNF's live call in gardening show. I'm your host, Jill Spears, here with my favorite gardeners. It's Lance and Lulu. How are you? Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Great to see you another Tuesday night in the beautiful harvest season of this bountiful year. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're talking organic gardening. If you're not out at the Arbel Market, what a scene here in Peonia. Give us a call. 527-486-8866. KVNF now. <laughs> Worm at kvnf.org. Um, just so much going on. Everything's coming <laughs> on at once priorities uh yeah yeah Yeah, it's it you know what are you what are you going to go after next right that's that's the goal yeah well we have some samples here so let's start with that these beautiful beans yeah i brought brought in uh, the uh, a sample of the five varieties of beans i'm uh growing this year and i have uh the anasazi beans which are harvested and the zuni gold those have been harvested and the Montezuma Reds, those have been all been harvested. And then there's a Hutterite soup bean that will be harvested next. And the last one is the Pintos. And those Pintos I plant in, right, in mid-July. And they're almost ready to harvest now at the end of September. Okay, so, that's really, yeah. that's fast. It's that's really real fast, fast. Real fast. And I don't get a full crop. If I planted them in first of June, I'd get a full crop, mm-hmm. but I get a second crop off the same ground. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, what's your technique for harvesting? Well, um, I uh, put these big, uh, well, big seven by seven burlap tarps that I have, and I lay them on the ground and I cut the plants at right off the ground. I don't pull them up by the roots because all that dirt is really hard to clean mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You can blow out everything else, but dirt is just as heavy as the beans. So I actually cut them off. And then I dry them on the tarp for another week or two. And then I um, thresh them. I pull the corners of those tarps up and stomp on them. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a good <laughs> That's how you... And then you just sort of throw the the... Big core stuff off, and uh, you pour it in front of a, a very strong fan, and it will take two to three pourings in front of that fan, and you have clean beans. Uh-huh. It's not that. Wow. It's not that labor intensive. It's no, actually fun. Yeah, it's fun. We we did that out at the gardens that year, that mm-hmm. one time. Oh, fun! Yeah, it was cool. Out at the Cedar Edge Community Garden. Oh yeah, when great we Cedar there. Edge Community Garden. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Um, the folks at KVNF were up there the other day and um, talking about what's going on up there. They've really mm. got that whole thing planned out, and it's yes. a good working community oh, garden. Great. So, hey, um, we've got a caller on the line. It's Betsy who has a question about pears. Hi, Betsy. <laughs> we can't hear nothing. Well, let's see. Yeah, to the problem. Oh, there, oh, you, there are. you are. Okay. Hi, Betsy. <laughs> um, I have an old pear tree and it doesn't always bear but this fall it's just laden with pears <laughs> but uh they're all yellow very few have pink or anything on them and they don't seem to want to pull off i mean what how when do i pick <laughs> now <laughs> now but you you don't pull you lift you lift you push them what back. does that mean lift lift up and back towards the where stem is. Pat, yeah, you kind of lift them up and push them back towards the stem. 
and towards the, the main part of the branch. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they should pull off? They'll come they right off. They don't pull. They just kind of snap off. It's real gratifying. Okay. <laughs> my, my other question is, how long does it take to ripen them indoors? Well, those sound like they're almost ripe if they're yellow like that. And okay. so I would say no more than a week. Oh, okay. That's... I picked some a week ago, and nothing's changed. Yeah, I picked some a week ago, and they're still green in the box. Same here. But, Lulu, you had a pretty rapid I, uh, My pears, ripen. yeah, I've got, uh, what have I got, like 13 cans of pear sauce. I've got <laughs> pear oh. jam. I've got, um, God, I think we're up to two, three, four gallons of dried pears. Oh, you're lucky. I mean, I think you're lucky. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, not for me. <laughs> but... Um, your pears um, came on really fast, though, Lily. Yes, didn't they? yes. Well, and I picked them green, right. and then I bring them in the house, and 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 they're all. Oh, I had um, the three tables full of pears, and then. Oh I, my gosh! Yeah. Well, the other question I had was, I don't spray. I don't do anything, and there there are no worms in these pears. <laughs> Congratulations. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> what, what happened? Well, sometimes you just get lucky. I didn't do anything different. No, it's no, just the season. It just yeah. is the season. You just got lucky. Yep. I got lucky. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, now I have a big job of uh, uh, picking. I'm, yeah, you do. I'm curious. Are those pears round or are they pear-shaped? Right. They're pear-shaped. Okay. okay. They're it's a late pear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it is. I mean, yeah. by yeah. by nature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and where are you? What's where's your location? Lamborn. Lamborn. Okay. Ah, okay. Should there be. There you go. About go for same. it. Yeah. yeah. Good, oh well, good. thanks Have for your fun help. With that, Betsy. Yeah. Okay. Bye. -bye. Thanks for the call. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. My, I, I have the last of the pears that I'm going to deal with are on the table, and I'll make it tonight. Uh -huh. They're going to be sauce or jam. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's been a huge project for it's you this year. It's been massive. And and the, and the other tree, um, d d I still have pears all over the place, mm -hmm. but... Um, yeah, you know. I'm with Betsy. Um, I have a lot of pears still on the tree. I've picked a lot. Um, they're taking their time on ripening, which is okay with me because I'm full of peaches. Um, but, yeah, I'm in the same place. A tree usually produces a few pears, but this year, wow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mine was <laughs> off the charts. Yeah. And and this funny that you're because you're doing your peaches first. See, my peaches yeah. are late peaches, so my peaches are just starting to fall off the tree, mm -hmm. and I'm just getting to those. Mm -hmm. So if I finish the pears, then I can get all the peaches and decide what I'm going to do with those. Yeah, that's so interesting to consider when you're uh, putting in new fruit trees, just when the, you want to harvest things and choosing a mm -hmm, variety. That, mm -hmm. The timing of things. Yes, the timing. Yeah. Like I have hemorrhoid grapes. They're all taken care of and completely harvested. And then the reliance is ready. And so that's been taken care of. And a week or so later. And now the candace are ready to come off. Wow. Yeah. You know. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. yeah my reliance are, are almost all off. I'm going to turn into a grape. I've eaten so many grapes. <laughs> yeah, right. And and the concords, the concords are are ready. Mm -hmm. But I think I have to do the peaches first, and then. But the, <laughs> right. the concords, there's not going to be a huge, massive harvest like I usually get. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be mm -hmm. plenty. Yeah. 
and then I just steam them into juice and can them. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. yeah, well, I have 13 flats of grapes for raisins. Oh, my goodness. These are like 16 by 16 square flats. Wow. And I just I just harvest the grapes right into those flats. And I let them, I don't do anything special. I let them dry on the stem, just whatever air temperature. Mm-hmm. I, and it will take over a month, but I don't have to do anything. Yeah. You know, they're just in those flats. And right. And you don't get fruit flies on them? No. Oh, that's good. Well, I don't because they're not broken open. Oh, yeah, there you go, mm-hmm. right. And the only right. thing I have to do is roll off the little stems when they're raisins. Right. I just roll them, right. you know, and there's 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes every evening and maybe in the morning. and mm-hmm. Get, Gets it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, you must be running out of space. Do you have to curl well, up in a corner <laughs> to sleep? <laughs> there's so much stuff in there. Yeah, just, like right now, before I came home or came here to the station, I picked up all those 12 tarps and brought them in just in of case. Your beans? Uh, the beans. Uh-huh. So there's there, there's piles of these tarps all over the house. Wait, 12, 16 by 16? No, those are the... Oh, that's the, that's the grapes. The grapes. Oh, this thank is the, God. the tarps with the beans on it. So there, Yeah, there's piles of those around and, you know, yeah. wait till the squash comes off. Oh. I did count the squash. There's about 30 or so. That's what I could see. Oh, my goodness. Of the winter squash. So yeah, see, well. that bums me out. That's so, I, you know how I was this year with the squash. I made the towers and everything. I'm going to have maybe four or five pumpkins... Mm-hmm. And my spaghetti squash are puny, size of a football. Well, they're not the size of a football, but uh, that's an off year for your squash. Way Last off. Year was, way yeah. off. Yeah. Way off. And and the zucchini, um, it, I didn't even bother to plant. Thank God, because my friend's daughter, Sam's <laughs> daughter. Gave me four, I have now four God's, oh, I can't say it the way that I usually do, four monster zucchinis <laughs> that um, will just hang out until I'm ready to make a chocolate zucchini cake. Mm. Yummy. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing that zucchini, being a summer squash, when they get that big, they'll actually they'll store. They last. Uh-huh. Yeah. They store yep. better when they're bigger? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. I've kept them all, you know, through the winter. Mm-hmm. I've nice. seen that happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. all through the winter. They it's, get that hard skin on there. And, they're good. They yeah. hang. And you don't, I, you know, the, the, the put them in the dark and the day. You know, heck, I had mine in the laundry room. They got plenty of sunshine, plenty of air, mm-hmm. and they were fine. <laughs> I had mine on the kitchen table as a decoration. Uh-huh. Forever. Just sitting there, <laughs> not yeah. doing anything special. Yeah. Zip looking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, waiting to be muffins or bread or cake. Right. Or, when they yeah. get that big, they're really, really good for baking. Mm-hmm. Really good. They just, when they get in and they bake, they... Mm, chocolate zucchini cake. Yeah, yeah. they don't, they, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> 527-4868-866-KVNF. Now we'll check the email worm at kvnf.org. Is it the email? Um, so we've got beans inside and uh, fruit inside. And what have you stopped watering in the garden? More and more. More, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would, yeah. Yeah, now I'm going to water the winter squash patch one more time. So, And then that will be that whole section, you know, with the blue corn and, uh, uh, well, there's no more zucchini and cucumbers and tomatoes, but there's still some uh, melons there. 
Uh, I've stopped watering those guys. The potatoes are done watering. So the, really the yeah. only thing that I'm still watering is the carrot and the fall plantings of greens and cabbage and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm waiting. Oh, gosh. You know, so I butcher my arugula when I make the pesto, and now it's all back up. Oh, man. If you like hot arugula, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> and, and with those sweet, sweet, sweet sun-gold tomatoes, mm, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You, you take the arugula, you put it in a bowl, right? Then you cook some pasta. You put it on top of that. And then you get your... Um, your pesto, right? And you put it on top of that, and then you mm. put the sun golds on top of that. You're done. That sounds great. Does somebody it's, get to eat that? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's 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 oh, it's just so easy and so good. And mm, the tomatoes mm. this year are and the spicy arugula. I don't mm. understand people that don't like spicy arugula. Me. Well, Oh, well, yeah, well, that's because it's you. You are very misunderstood. Yeah, you are misunderstood. Yeah. Put a, Look get at a frost on those. there. Oh, on the arugula? Yeah, when it gets a frost on, I'll eat it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and, All and, right, and, let's do and, that. Yeah, well, a challenge. <laughs> and yeah. I, I guarantee it, it can hang out until it can hang. I've eaten arugula out of the garden in Carbondale when I had my gardens in Carbondale. In November. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. It's a hardy, hardy plant. Yeah, and hardy. and one time even into Christmas, but mm. because I harvested it in Thanksgiving, and it lasted until Christmas. It's just that's a good one to grow. Easy to grow too. Oh God, easy it's to just, grow. Yeah. seed. Yeah, for I mean, everything. everything. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, and it is one. It is the highest iron content. Plant. So if you need, uh, you know, if you got iron poor blood or something, mm-hmm. and you don't eat a lot of meat, that's where it's at. You just eat your arugula and you'll be fine. <laughs> Add that to your diet. Mm-hmm. Hey, Don is on the phone um, that wants to talk about tomatoes. Hi, Don. Hi. Hi, Don. Hi. Guys, so, <clears throat> Hi. So you might have talked about this earlier, maybe when it was more relevant, but. My tomatoes this year were, um, well, they just sat there for quite a while and uh, didn't seem to be leaping out of the ground at all. And they finally started uh, growing, but now they're not, they haven't been setting fruit. They've been flowering, but not setting fruit. So um, what's the problem? Okay. When did they not set fruit? You know, in midsummer or now? Uh, well, since, um, a month ago. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Too hot. Too hot. Mm-hmm. And it, most yeah. people think that tomatoes love it hot, but not to a certain degree. And we've mentioned yeah. this in the past, that the pollen tube in tomatoes and peppers, maybe even eggplant, doesn't work very well after 85, 90 degrees. Or huh. below 60, 65. Right. Okay. So my suggestion, uh-huh. so for next year, when it gets hot like that, go out in the morning and shake that tree. Shake the plant. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, so that the pollen can go down the pollen tube before it's hot. I see. Or you can so do it in will. the evening. But that's what it is. It's just a. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's You're not, not an insect. Relying- it's not insect pollinated. It's actually yeah, stimulation. 
Yeah, you have to. Okay, you, now is there any soil thing you can do that's uh, helpful? No, just feeding them, just whatever compost tea or. Yeah, just keep know, them moist. Yeah. yeah, just keep them moist. Okay. And All and right. they don't like huge temperature swings either. They don't, they don't, when the temperature fluctuates a lot, like this summer, that's why I think everything was so off this summer, because when the sun was shining, which it did every day, <laughs> relentlessly, yeah. it's just too hot. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh-huh. and you know, it's, the air temperature may not be, you know, you're still up in the high 80s, 90s, but the intensity of the sun um just back stuff up it just it's too hot yeah. so yeah makes sense thanks thank okay, you Don. thanks Don. appreciate the call all right bye we have a couple more callers on the line wow, so good. we're gonna yeah awesome. um start with elizabeth um wants to talk about peach pits oh yeah hi elizabeth hi hi thanks for waiting how are you <laughs> <laughs> this is a very unsophisticated question but that's, that's the kind we love a friend of mine Thing a long time ago that they had a peach tree behind their house because her mom would throw peach pits into the compost pile. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me. So then I am no farmer, clearly, uh, but I look longingly at these peach pits and I go, well, should I plant it? Sure. <laughs> yeah, go for it. What, what sure. could go wrong? <laughs> sure. You know, but I mean, like, how deep do I have to go and how much do I need to water it, et cetera? Yeah, well... Plant it a couple inches down and plant it sideways, not the point down, but sideways. Sideways. And I don't, I would just mark where you plant them and I wouldn't worry about watering it till the spring. I wouldn't either. Yeah. When should I plant it? Now. Now. The the biodynamic people plant the whole peach. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And 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 then they just let the whole. The you know the, the, then the the I mean and that's the goal right so the 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 fruit provides the nutrition and the nutrient con- content yeah for the for the coming new seed yeah and also or the deep. fruit as it rots softens up that softens, nut yeah so that it will be mm. easier for the seed inside to germinate mm-hmm. yeah neato and it seems like it would be kind of insulating as well mm-hmm. sure yep. Anyway, it's you know it's cool. makes sense, right? This sure. that's what yeah. happens naturally. So yeah. there it is. You might try this with a couple. Just put the pit or the whole fruit right on the ground, and cover it with leaves, as if you have fall, and the deciduous leaves have fallen on top, because that's what happens out in the natural world, right. and that's right. how it plants. Yeah. Oh, then only you have to dig a hole. Yeah, you could try try yeah, both try, ways. Try yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Try a little of each. You might want to get an, a, a, a couple of pots, too. You know, I don't know how big. But how big is this? Oh, six and inch. Six or seven inch, eight inch pots. And fill them with your best compost and put the peach in and see what happens. Mm-hmm. The pit yeah. mm-hmm. You know, give it a little extra, I don't know, support. <laughs> yeah. A little extra Alrighty. protection. Cool. Well, thank thank you for the intel. Yeah. Sure. Good luck with growing those peaches. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. And if Thanks it works, call. call us. Tell us. We'd love to hear the follow up yeah. on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Thanks, Elizabeth. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Bye. Bye. You know, someone was just offering me peaches yesterday because they had so many peaches, and they came from their trees, which were all volunteers. 
and just happened to grow in perfect rows. And they were just <laughs> in over there. Nice. Yeah. All wow. of them were just volunteers and grew into peaches, mm-hmm. peach wow. trees that yep. produce. See? Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Hey, See, let's... now that might have been fairies and, you know, other, you know. <laughs> Could have been. Gnomes and other cool things <laughs> out there let's working Let's not it. forget that factor. Nope, for sure. not for a minute. Five two seven four eight six eight eight six six KVNF now and Barry is on the line. Hi Barry. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's happening? Oh well, number one, I'm a big fan of you guys. <laughs> I've been, <laughs> been listening thanks. since you've been on the air. Oh, but thanks. my quest my question is, um, you know, by the time November rolls around, you two <laughs> must be up to your necks in all kinds of produce and do either of you actually sell it or do you have a commercial business going or do <laughs> no. you just do it for fun no um i i personally i sell carrots and i sell uh fall grains you know mainly spinach i have people come to the garden you know from time mm-hmm. to time and they we harvest what they want i also sell onions garlic and potatoes um, and then okay. the friend from and the friend from Gunnison, she comes down every two weeks and she harvests the whole time she's here and takes it up to Gunnison. And she sells at the farmers market. Uh, she, she, I think, contracts with friends. Oh, uh-huh. perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyways, there's many different ways, and and then I also give a lot away. Yes, you do. Yeah. You yeah. share a lot of yeah. food. Yeah. Thank you for That's that. Traditional. Yeah. 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 I just, I just um, keep. I don't have I don't have a setup like Lance does. My gardens are very small. They're in my backyard. My house is in town. Most of my dirt is covered with um, vinca majors, so I don't have to deal with mowing the lawn or weeding weeds or anything. It just takes care of itself. So my gardens are small, and I get a lot of. Um, I dry herbs, I freeze, and I end up eating most of it, you know, myself mm-hmm. and making it into dinners and for friends wow. and so on. Yeah. yeah. You must have a better appetite than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't okay, like to go to Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. No, we, that's fine. I don't like to go to the store. Yeah. Another person says, well, she re- you remember the last time you had pizza? And I go, yes. She goes, <laughs> which was in March. <laughs> but when you grow all your own food and spend this much energy to do this, you don't go out. No, you don't spend... you, you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't. You just don't, you do just don't right. that much. And um, there's always, there's, you know, there's the five-minute meal. You take out a a frozen bag of sorrel soup yeah. with some um, sourdough bread, and you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever pesto and pasta, like that's I was saying. Right. That's, yeah. that's my we go-to. Get that rundown. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I dry a lot of those uh, little tomatoes, so I have those all. It, I don't know. It just, you just, I don't have that much, but um, I still have some left over from last year, oh. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an armchair gardener, so you've got a whole lot more than that. Okay. That's okay. But Good for you. Where are you, Barry? In Ridgeway. Oh, okay. nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So that's perfect. 
Yeah, you figure out what you can grow and you just grow a little this and that to accent what you're eating anyway. I would do it. I think I would be into herbs if I lived yeah. down there. Herbs and greens. Herbs mm-hmm. and greens. Yep. The yeah. altitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cool. Mm-hmm. And the cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it would grow so well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll let somebody else talk to you. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Barry. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Thanks a lot. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. You know, yeah. We Lance is crazy. He's got he's got <laughs> what he's got going on at his place is is how many more times? Twenty times more yeah. than yeah. what I've got That's at my like place. That's like to the nth yeah. degree. Right. Well, I mentioned thing. that friend that was visiting that had retired organic farmer from Hawaii. Right. And I looked at him when he was here and he says, I'm not ready to retire. I'm still going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. This yeah. is what I'm doing, yeah. and I enjoy it. Yeah, and all that's this. how I feel too. I'm I'm still in. Sometimes I wonder, like, what am I gonna do next? But then you know, mm-hmm. something is growing in the garden, and it's pretty clear. And when you do get in over your head, which is just all about the time. always, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. I think that's one of the greatest things about living here is the sharing of food. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. that. Just that whole connection that mm-hmm. it brings yep. uh, to people yeah. and community. You know, today and... I was driving into town to go to work, and I'm thinking, you know, ranchers and farmers are really pretty generous. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They, we know mm-hmm. that there's a tremendous abundance there. Yeah. And, you know, somebody's in need. Here, take this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm really interested and in paying attention to the uptick in um, grain production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of um, what's going on in the world yeah mm-hmm. because of what's going on in the world and because it brings us a little closer to being a sustainable community mm-hmm. right now we're not i don't think we're anywhere close yeah but we could be mm-hmm. you know if Keep moving that way yeah you know um even even with your dairy products and all that like lance says he doesn't go to the store all i ever buy at the store is butter and milk and Hagen does. <laughs> Sorry, but there it is. I yeah. like my Hagen does. Yeah, and we were talking before the show just about around the world right now. Everybody in the northern hemisphere is yeah. harvesting, and um, to think about that, it's it's yeah. kind of like when you get into seed saving and yeah. you're thinking about the whole world. Yeah, and yeah, what worse? The whole world, and just yeah, there's yeah. millions upon millions of people harvesting. Right now. Right now. And yeah. actually, their places are planting garlic. They're planting the winter mm-hmm. grains. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to think They're of these things. They're putting in their cover crops, yep. some people, and uh, all in all. Mm-hmm. Or or just, you know, uh, curing and, and dealing with what they have. Potatoes, yeah. beets, the sugar beet people, the onion and garlic people. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. I buy bread. That's the other thing I buy. That's why I'm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and grains, of course. I buy pasta. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't not go to the grocery store. I love it mm-hmm. that Don's is just right there. That <laughs> makes me happy. Pick something up. Yeah. yeah, sugars, you know, stuff like that. Right. You're never gonna be sugar. No. <laughs> You're not gonna have yeah. sugar Even cane you up here. Have your sweet tooth. Yeah. Yes, I like my. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll have honey. Yep. Oh man, there's some good honey in yeah. this, this yeah. area for yeah. sure. So, yep. 
Yeah, it's good to connect all of that because I think in a lot of places there's a giant disconnect from where your food comes from. Yeah. And and you can see sometimes that people coming into the area, a lot of them come to garden and a lot of them come and are just blown away that there is this much food in the Mm -hmm. valley. Mm -hmm. They've never seen that before in their life, walking Mm -mm. through Mm -mm. gardens with the amount of food and the variety um, yeah. right, that people grow right, here. Right, right, right. Like you can drive through the Midwest and go for miles, and all it is is corn. Well, okay. Or wheat <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, you know, sunflowers. Sunflowers. I love that. Yeah. Or flax. Have you ever thought about that? Mm. Like where does – who's growing all those beautiful flax flowers? I remember flying in an airplane one time up at about 30,000 feet and <laughs> looking down and seeing this – blue patch and it just oh, blew wow. me away yeah wow. that's yeah. neat yeah because it was visible from you know way from the air there. Mm-hmm. The space yeah, station it's cool yeah the space <laughs> station no they don't yeah. see flax maybe they could if they had a telescope <laughs> there you go 527-486-8866 kvnf now we're going to hear from our underwriters we'll be right back Support for KVNF comes from members and from Hellman Motor Company, serving Delta County and beyond for 67 years. Featuring new Ford and Toyota cars, SUVs and trucks, as well as certified pre-owned vehicles. Located on Highway 92 in Delta, Hellman Motors can be reached at 874-4444 or at hellmanmotorco.com. Support for KVNF comes from Earth Friendly Supply Company, offering organic gardeners a large selection of soils, amendments, pest and disease control, and garden tools. Open year-round, serving indoor and outdoor gardeners, and offering a seasonal plant nursery. Located between Peonia and Hotchkiss on Highway 133, more information is available at 970-399-7598 or shopearthfriendly.com. And we are back. You're listening to As the Worm Turns on KVNF. I'm your host, Jill Spears, here with Lance and Lulu, our organic gardeners. <laughs> and the bag is rustling, the bag of spinach. Right, yeah. fake uh-huh. it till you make it, gardeners. Right. Yeah. Okay, here it is, spinach mm-hmm. from Lance's garden. <laughs> this was planted when, your spinach? Um, this was the first week of August. And here we are. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. variety is this? Is it the uh, Savoy? That's uh, winter Bloomsdale. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, all those fall crops it's are delicious. doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're coming yeah. on now. Yeah. They're happy. They're happy. Yeah. Collards. Collards. Oh, mm-hmm. you never harvest your collards until you've had a frost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They love it. Mm-hmm. Hardy collards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are the bugs okay on that? I don't have any. Go figure. Good here. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't get it. I, 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 Everything has been so out of whack this year. I just, I don't get it. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, go figure. Yeah. Hey, Tara is thinking ahead about bean beetles, probably thinking in advance for next growing mm-hmm. season. But any advice about controlling them? Um, she currently picks them off, smashes them, um, but a lot of those leaves still are eaten up and look quite lacy. 
yellow and browns colored forms they're easy to see but she wondered if there's some damage from smaller or younger ones that she's maybe not seen mm. bean beetles it's definitely a possibility yeah, and just I clean don't. it all up and put it in the compost yeah. mm-hmm. don't give them a place to winter over uh-huh and when I mean compost, not just a pile of stuff sitting over in the corner. No, make a something compost that's pile cooking. Something that's, that's cooking and hot. it's yeah. moist and hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that will take care of those kind mm-hmm. of bugs. They're so soft bodied, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I right. think that's a good point about compost is you just don't put it over there right. and pile all your junk over there. Right. You do have to turn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to keep it moist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, tricks to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a process to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Even I've made my last compost pile, and that's already – I made it Saturday. It's already hot. Right. Okay. But the rest of the garden refuge is going to go in that my storage area for the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be all layered. And as I can, I'm going to haul a load of manure and layer manure in it also. Mm-hmm. And I throw my wa- gray water from the kitchen sink on that pile. Mm. So that's just sort of a slow build just, during yeah. the winter. It just, yeah. and mm-hmm. it just it will compost all. The only thing that doesn't compost is the very edges that are up against the, the fence part of it. Otherwise, right. it actually is pretty composted. Mm-hmm. Right. And so my, mine is uh, the chicken yard. And so it doesn't compost the same way as Lance's. But the organic material, which is all the stalks and everything, goes in there. And then I wait till it's dry. I run over it with the lawnmower and break mm-hmm. it up. And then um, I might put water on it. I might not, depending on how dusty it is. And I'll maybe go through it one time with the rototiller. I have a tiny rototiller. Mm-hmm. My rototiller is all, it's one you of have those a mini one mantis. Yeah. yeah. So it just goes through and it kind of breaks stuff up, and then the chickens get all excited because there's new things. And my other real compost is the worms that are. Mm-hmm. But that pile is coming apart. I gotta rebuild it or do something but you know maybe i'll just do nothing and it'll be fine is that the one where you're putting your fruit you have a ton of worms in there yeah there's a a bajillion worms and they live so there's this old carpet you know it's probably just i said to you guys this morning when we came up we always debrief before we go on the air i said yeah it's the carpet's probably going to kill us god knows what's in that that they're crawling through and eating, but the carpet <laughs> keeps the it keeps the chickens off, and then the worms come up through the carpet because the carpet is, you know, little. Do you know what? Well, how anyway, you weave it. yeah, right. how you weave it, you know, and it and it, they come up through it and they they're munging on all of that dried or yeah. not dried but dead pears and dead peaches mm-hmm. and dead all the green <laughs> all that. stuff that's coming out of the garden now and just everything so do you move that compost then with the worms in it um to your garden during yeah the it's Is a that... it, well it's a real process and i haven't done it in a while so now the the compost that's under the worms that the worms have made is about a foot and a half two feet deep wow of just pure wow. worm castings yeah but i have to take the whole thing apart <laughs> to get at it and that and but i can do that and i can put the ki- chickens in another part of the garden so that they're not because they'd go crazy mm-hmm. if i was doing what i need to do with them there 
Excuse me, I just burped. And and it goes, anyway, so, and then you take it apart, and then there it is. And I can put it in a bucket, in a big barrel, and save it for yeah. next year. And I'm just hoping that I get to that this year. I hope I'm yeah. successful with that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, clean up the garden. Yeah. It's the yeah. main thing. It takes mm-hmm. care of yep. a lot, a lot of bugs. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. That's super important. And I mean, we had on the list talking about picking up all the old fruit. On Got the it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. compulsory. Gosh, yeah. there's so much of it. And my, yeah. my, and my apples are all the way down the block now because the water <laughs> just, they just float, they just float down. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the ones that have come off the tree. But yeah, all of that gets picked yeah. up. Yeah. All the pears, all yeah. the plums, all of all, it. All of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're asking for trouble. Or yeah, you're just you're just <laughs> or creating. adding to it. Or yeah. <laughs> right. Sponsoring. Haven it. of yeah. 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 I mean I had that pear tree or plum tree uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was still loaded with old starting to rot fruit. And I got up on my ladder and I Picked all of that old fruit off of that tree, put it in buckets, and took it down to the canyon right, where I mentioned. Oh yeah. yeah. So the squirrels and other the guys. The squirrels are a good and time. the bears yeah. and everybody and the everybody down there yeah. is happy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. canyon yeah. is. But I, I want to just mention this is you were talking about growing uh, peaches from a pit. Yeah. Well, do you remember our tour up there with Elizabeth and Marta and yes. Trace? Yes. What yeah. was our forest home the, garden? It's the black night owl food forest. Well, anyways, when we were there, um, Elizabeth had mentioned she wanted to put burrock on the top of that mound or that above ground mound. That Kugel mound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went Wait, home. Wait, burrock or comfrey? Huh? Was she putting burdock? No, comfrey. she wanted, uh, she might do that, but she was talking about trees. Oh, that's right. And yes. she wanted bur oak. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. And bur-oak, I go home, right. okay, got and it. here's my bur oaks with all their acorns ready to harvest. So Friday, I took her up a, a oh. probably about 10 acorns to plant. Oh, perfect. So that will be interesting to see how they come up and uh-huh. how they grow with that Hugo Mound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when you plant that. seeds and you don't disturb the plant, the roots grow totally different. They grow appropriate to what's there mm. compared to what you put in a pot. And mm. then, mm-hmm. and from pot, you sort of got to disturb that root ball right. to get it to spread out. Right. But the acorn plant from seed, like that, will be interesting. In a natural, like, forest environment, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I planted five little seeds, oak seeds, from the bush that's right on the corner where you go down to a Friday bakery and uh i put them in pots and i gave them to my friends who have five little girls now (laughs) it's two different people but they have five girls and i planted a seed for each of them and they they came up they all yeah Yeah. they're all gonna have their own little oak tree (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool right i love it cool yeah so, you know, you just, exactly. I mean, when you set it up so that it's just in its natural habitat, then, yeah, you're going you're gonna to come Chances out are. Chances are. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. 970-527-486-8866, KBNF Now. Uh, we were talking last week about those painted ladies, and you oh, brought yeah. some seeds in here, Lance. <laughs> yeah, I brought... Uh, um, Lulu wanted uh, the seed stalks, and um, there pink, they are. Pink, pink ladies. 
Yeah. Oh, they're the pink ladies. Pink well, ladies or pink, naked ladies. Naked ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're lots beautiful, of times. beautiful lily. Um, the seed pot just rottens. Well, I had I had that, and I have some that they actually look like they actually pollinated. Yeah. I got I got I got them in my hand right here. Some of them look really good, and some of them look like most of mine looked like they're just kind of yeah flat. They didn't. Oh yeah, like that one. See, they're brown and squishy, so <laughs> they're not. There's not a seed in there. But um, yeah, so here they are. And then super if, tall. Mine are yeah. so much shorter in in my garden. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, and so I'm mine are hanging out still, but. Um, I want to dig up the bulbs because I can see where the bulb, like a tulip or a daffodil mm-hmm. bulb or a garlic bulb, splits and makes more of itself and then makes a new um, a new plant. So I want to dig mine up this year and uh-huh. spread my bulbs yeah. around a little nice. bit. And then if these make seeds, yippee! They're kind of a pain in the neck because they make all of this foliage at first in the spring there's really a lot of it and it's like a it's like a daffodil leaf on steroids it's huge Mm -hmm. and and it and it just takes over this whole area and shades everything out and it's massive Mm -hmm. and then you have to wait for them to go all the way dead down before you pull them off because that's what feeds the bulb Mm. yeah so, so they need their own spot, or where do you strategically locate yeah, them? Yeah, you got to strategic them mm-hmm. so that yeah, the they don't really want to be disturbed. No, I mean yes, mm-hmm. you can dig them and transplant them, but it might take two years for them to for bloom them to make another roll round of yeah. flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of timing, I have a question for you from Charlie on the email. Says, okay, so I can plant a peach tree and have a peach. So I can plant a peach and have a peach tree in three years. Oh, who said anything about three years? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> who said that? I mean, fertilize it, moderate. You might mm-hmm. be able to get, get there. But I, I would, in our climate, four to five. I would too, four to five. Before you're actually having Going to see a peach. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. If but you that's not bad. A, a, no. No. The uh-uh. stone? Uh-uh. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, and you see the orchardists here do that. They um, refresh their orchards every so often. I've always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that always kind of when I first moved here shocked me to see that they took all their trees out, yeah, and then planted new ones. Yeah, yeah, you know, because some of them have a shorter lifespan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't see standard trees anymore. Right, you the, see the dwarf, the, the mm-hmm. semis, and mm-hmm. the dwarfs. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's a couple reasons. Uh, for that, they, you get a quicker return because they mature and start bearing sooner. Um, but also, uh, you pick them faster because you're not going up a 14-foot ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're easy. picking oh, most yeah. of them That's from the ground a... or maybe a 6-foot ladder. Or, you know, the truck drives through and you pink them off or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. Oh, you know what I saw today that was cool? Remember when I asked about what do you do with all the netting on the trees? Yeah, yeah. Well, the netting's coming off the trees now as you might have noticed and it's all in these big round bundle well not round um they're definitely circular but it's a big like a cylinder right um bundles Mm -hmm. and they're and they're all wrapped up oh that would have been fun to watch yeah Yeah. i wish i'd seen Mm -hmm. that and so you know then they can reuse all that netting next year 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And some orchard people actually leave it there in the orchard. They don't take it and store it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it looks... They just this, leave it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. this... This, these that I saw looked like they were just, just at the end of the row. Yeah, they're just at the end of the row, hanging out, you know. It's part of the gear now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Jer is on the line checking in with us about peaches. Hello, oh, Jer. Hi, Jer. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, good. good. What's going on? So, I've done this peach thing. <laughs> if, if you plant the whole peach, you may or may not get it. Yeah. Um. If you plant a peach pit, you may or may not get it to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. On a fruit day. So what you want to do is actually dry out the pit, put it in a vise or get a nutcracker, and you crack it open, and there's a little seed inside that looks like an almond. Yeah, that's the germ. Flat, right? Yeah. And so then I took all those, and I put them in what was called, like, containers. There's these little tree containers that you can buy, right? Oh, tree yeah. starting containers. Oh, yeah. And then I took that and I put it in the garden. I buried it in the fall. Uh-huh. And you need to do that because the peach tree needs cold stratification. Mm-hmm. And so then you uncover it in the spring, and I have like 100% germination. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. well, great. See, there's yeah. another way to do and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. And then they got so damn big in those containers before I got them transplanted, I had to kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call June happens. That's the you know right. sometimes it just does. Yeah. Oh, so like dear. what I've always heard is that peaches grow true. So like if you get a local peach, you're like, oh my god, that's the best peach I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You can save that pit, and you'll get that same peach. I like it. Oh la yeah. la! I love my peaches. Yeah, yeah me too. And, but you got to do the whole. Break it. The, the best way to do it is to crack the nut, get the the sliver, the the mm, seed the itself, uh-huh. cold stratify it over the winter, and you know let it grow in the spring. There mm-hmm. you go. And don't so. eat that pit, that nut, no. the the, the no. German, the germ. Poison. Yeah. yeah, it's poison. It's got strychnine in it. Yeah. Right. If you want, you know, if you want to do somebody and get a bunch of them and <laughs> make good. a pie. Yeah, make a pie. <laughs> but um. Yeah, don't Jeez. eat it. Just F- don't F- eat the F- pie. F- mm-hmm. F- FYI, all you guys, <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. out there, you know, because it does. It looks well. Yeah, right. It looks just like an almond. Yeah, mm-hmm. you right. know it does. But um, don't eat them. So right. But that I was very successful doing it that way. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to do some of mine. Yeah. Another yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're all going to yeah. be scientific. <laughs> Brad, watch out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, Jared. All right, Thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Thanks Jared. Jared. I appreciate the call. Right. Yeah, I thought about that. I'm going to do, I might do some in, because my peach tree is out. I mean, it broke all its branches this year. I had mm-hmm. it tied up, braced up, everything, but it just, it was a dwarf. It's got about a 25-year lifespan. It's been back there producing peaches for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. So it's time to go. It's time Mm -hmm. to start a new one. And, you know, what do you know? Maybe I'll have to buy peaches next year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not the end of the world. No. Right? That's exciting to grow a tree. I mean, it's just another element. Yeah. 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 And when you think about it, like the permaculture and Elizabeth up at the food forest, they were building that whole right. canopy that from whole scratch. Right, that whole infrastructure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, from start to finish. What was it, a seven-layer? 
yeah, seven-layer seven um, forest mm-hmm. when they're going to have the big trees up on top for windbreak and protection. And then as you go down through the layers of past the ditches and the – oh, man, that was such a project. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That was cool, though. It makes you wonder why it, you, you can't live for another – hundred years because it would be really cool to see it sure would that mm-hmm. bums me out more than anything that i'm gonna miss stuff you know right. yeah or that fear of missing out FOMO. yeah 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 there's gonna be well, stuff maybe you'll happening. go somebody someplace really super cool yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure there is i'm sure you yeah. just you just get to be so mm-hmm. cool well, you didn't miss out on monarch butterflies this year. No, you had those, I those. saw two. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Yeah. Because um, one of my really big goals this year was to grow two two kinds of milkweed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Asclepias tuberosa I grew last year in my special little pots, which is probably what I'm going to do with the peach pits. And and maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, and the other one was. Um, the common milkweed that I started from seed, mm. and mm-hmm. um, both of them are are thriving, and the um, the monarda is thriving, and which has not a whole lot to do with the monarchs, but they're interspersed with it, and they're everybody's happy. Nice. And there were two monarchs today, so Ooh. I got really mm-hmm. excited. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, the milkweed, there's been milkweed all over. I've seen it in the gardens yeah, me and too. the ditches. Me too, me too. Really happy about that. Me too. And a lot of the reason that the monarchs declined so much was because when the um, corn was um, genetically modified with Basilicus thuringiensis, which is a common organic um um, um pesticide yeah um, and it's not it's for leaf eaters it's yes it's for leaf eaters and and leaf eaters are worms the caterpillars the caterpillars right and so the the pollen that was on the corn in these you know thousands of miles of cornfields in the mm-hmm. midwest blew onto the sides of the road where the tailwater and the ditches are, where the milkweed grew, where the butterflies would come and hang, and they'd get in the pollen with the BT, and they um, didn't make it as caterpillars. So that's the whole monarch butterfly decline thing is um, habitat loss. Right, yeah. So if you Mm -hmm. can sponsor them... Mm -hmm. You know, you might get a, yeah, at least you keep them alive. <laughs> All the pollinators. Yeah. It's just yeah. so darn important. Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. Ecosystem. And, it, you know, and it was a good idea. I mean, Basilicus thuringiensis is an organic yeah. um, mm-hmm. pesticide. I mean, we, you know, we've all used it from time to time. But when it when it got used in such vast quantities over such mm-hmm. vast areas, it, yeah. it blew something the, goo. Yeah. good yeah. went the right. wrong way. Yeah, Off something balance. good went tipped the scales a little too much yeah. and teeter totter. Um, yeah, and so that's okay. You just go the other way now and bring them back. All right. We've got time for another call five two seven four eight six eight eight six six KVNF now. Speaking of uh, bugs and things, insects, you have a giant oh. tomato hornworm. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. oh, yeah. Tell that, us that like story. What? That it was, was six inches long. 
It's about six inches long. And Weighs four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed that uh, the gemsweed datura, also known as moonflower, is uh, getting chewed on. A lot of leaves, and, I, and I'm seeing all the little turds in, on the ground. Because they, they, these worms make big turds. <laughs> big turds, big round turds. Yeah, They're the and, size of a bee. And I started sometimes. looking around for it, and I found it. And it was amazing to watch it. And I'm letting this one go because it's on the detura. The tomato plants are gone. And uh, it actually makes a... Uh, a sphinx hawk, moth. A sphinx moth or mm-hmm. a hawk moth. Hoth, right, hawk right. Moth. But anyways... Um, and then it disappeared because it eaten all the leaves off of that stem. And so I searched the plant, and it had gone 12 inches down the stem, 18 inches back up the other one, was <laughs> chewing around, and it never stopped eating. Yeah, it's, and quick, quick on the drive. It's yeah, moving. yeah, it's it's moving. It's just amazing <laughs> to be able to take my time and watch this thing. And my only thought is, now Datura is really quite poisonous. Yeah, don't. Oh. Oh, so so uh, what happens humans, if especially. a bird or a bat eats that adult? The worm, a bird will mm. eat the worm, or a bat will eat the moth. Right. And it has all, and it's eating datura mm. as its mm. main crop. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's for later. Maybe, you know, and maybe, 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 maybe it nothing. neutralizes it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who right. knows? You know, um, maybe it's uh, digestive. Obviously, it's not dying. No, mm-hmm. it's having a grand time. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going for it. Right? You can see its jaws moving and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. gets right on they're, the edge of the they're leaf. They're big. It, and it just chops down the edge of the leaf. <laughs> you know, it's really, you know, it's fun it's to like watch It's like a things. cartoon. Uh-huh. It's like, meow, meow. You know, it's, it's it, you know, it, oh, God. A time lapse on that would mm-hmm. be fun. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they make those little moths, which, um, well, they're not that little. Um, and they're Gorgeous. pollinators. Mm-hmm. You know, let's yeah. remember that they are pollinators. I love to see that variety of moths and like mm-hmm. those hummer moths mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. great to mm-hmm. see just a variety of bugs. Yep, yep. And they, they're different sizes, too. I've got mm-hmm. a lot of different sizes now mm-hmm. visiting my zinnias. That make me feel like Alice in Wonderland. They're as tall oh, as your I zinnia <laughs> garden? Yeah, yeah, they're as tall as I am. They're wow. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you picking seeds from that? Or Oh, yeah, I'll uh-huh. just let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they'll make tons of seeds. And there's seeds and duff. And so I one time thought, well, okay, how do you, should I separate it? And then I went, I have no idea what's a seed and what's stuff, so oh. I just I'll put them I'll show all. you sometime. Ah, mm-hmm. good. No, no. Th- mm-hmm. thank you, don't. Because okay. then I can pretend. You got another thing. Right? <laughs> you know, but the seed and the duff or the or that stuff that's in there is so hard to separate. Yeah, that's the, the it. zinnias, I do not clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. plant a lot. Oh, okay, good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're going to get 50% of the yeah. bat, the just the waste stuff, and you'll get seed in there. Too. Sure, uh-huh. and maybe the waste stuff helps the seed. Well, it's organic you know, matter. It's organic matter, right? And it's mm-hmm. around the seed, so it, you know it's not all bad. Yeah, and who shouldn't have zinnias in their garden? It's oh, one of the yeah. easiest to grow, and just, just beautiful, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a huge zinnia. Uh, yeah, plant. I always have zinnias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me what, too. What do you think was your best flower this year? It's something that did really great. Oh, you know, I mentioned oh. in the spring I had grown or planted the lavateria, 
the mm. pink, it's a pink mallow. Mm-hmm. And the seed was probably 17 years old. Oh, my goodness. And wow. I got, I just planted all of it. <laughs> nice. And, um, nice. Um, it's really a, quite a pretty pink flower. And it actually does better if you plant the seed in the fall and it comes up in yeah. March. But it did well. I got, mm-hmm. and I've harvested, I probably have over a, a gallon of seed, the oh, wow. seed pods. Right, Anyways. and you probably had it someplace where it striated naturally. Yeah. Got exposed to the cold, yeah. and so, so there you have it. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. So that was That did really well, and the sweet peas always, the sweet peas are still blooming. Oh. Nice. Yeah, so, so are the zinnias. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, Ooh, um, that it's whole just... patch is uh, quite the mess right now. <laughs> You know, I have this plant called seafoam lavender, and it's a Lumeria laminaria, something like that. And it is old, old, old. I've had it for, I bet I've had it for 30 years. I transplanted it from Carbondale here. Oh, wow. And it still is blooming, and it has these delicate little lavender color flowers, and it's just this froth of them Mm -hmm. and the the leaves at the bottom are like a spinach leaf like a big you know rough leaf and it's still going and then when they're all done and I don't pick it because there's still bees the little bees the big bees everybody's Mm -hmm. on it and um when it's all all done it's a dried flower yeah and and it's Mm. you know you can just kind of use it as a decoration if you we're so inclined. It's, it works really well, and <laughs> you get masses of it. So I think that might be my one of my favorites. One of your favorites? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 30 years, that's great. Yeah, it's just, and mm-hmm. I'm going to divide that this year and put it around some different spots. Oh, nice. Yeah. Spread it out. Yeah. There's another thing to consider is the timing of those plants that bloom. Like you say, the bees are still on it. Mm-hmm. So just to have... Plants that bloom um, all yes. along to keep your garden yes. full of pollinators. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I have uh, different patches of cilantro blooming, mm-hmm. and, but what they really like is the fennel, mm. the bold oh, fennel. Oh yes. They love fennel. Yeah, I have the I have the bronze fennel. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it makes a little yellow flower and a tiny lum, umbral type flowers. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so they they're on that. that stuff. And of course, I had the buckwheat that's in full bloom. Mm. Ooh, so we that's got your the, cover crop. Yeah. yeah, I got the cover crop buckwheat. Mm blooming and I had the fennel blooming and the cilantro blooming so you have these smaller flowers that the insects really like yeah mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. all right that is Just gonna keep them coming keep them coming <laughs> that's gonna wind up our hour thanks for your calls and your emails great to hear from you and it's one woman's perspective coming up next thanks for listening to as the worm terms on yes, kvnf Lady J, it'll be a yeah. great show all right have a good evening good night everybody please be kind to each other